have you heard about Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me fill you in on a few things. Like first and foremost, it's free. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Then Anchor is going to distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. Even better, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And it's so easy, even somebody like me can do it. Now download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And I know you hear me. I know you hear me when I say we're halfway to Halloween. And if you can't wait another six months to get your spooky fix, then you need to check out Malice Haunted Attraction in Belfast, Tennessee. They're going to be open Friday, May 13th and Saturday, May 14th from 7 to 10.30 p.m. Ticket prices are only $20. They're going to have concessions. They're going to have a DJ in the midway. And they're going to have a last ride casket simulator. So if you want more information about it and you want to check it out, go to MaliceHauntedAttraction.com. I know you hear me. Howdy, y'all. My name's Heath Martin, and you're listening to the I Know You Hear Me podcast with your host, Flynn Hendricks. If you love anime like I do, I've got a YouTube channel just for you. My voiceover coach, Elise Bowman, is an anime voice actress who interviews her fellow anime voice actors. Elise is an actress, TV host, and the voice of Pan on Dragon Ball GT, among other characters. She's got a YouTube channel, Anime Adventures with Elise Bowman, and on there she has over 100 videos where she has interviewed voice actors, Power Rangers, and even a few professional wrestlers, and all that sounds right up my alley. And there's a lot of other people that she's interviewed as she travels the country going to comic cons and different recording studios. Elise also features actors from the entire Dragon Ball franchise, My Hero Academia, Naruto, and so much more. And on top of that, there are exclusive panels that are only available on this channel from events like KameaCon 2, Con Live 2021, and so many more. You've got to check this out. See and hear voice actors behind your favorite characters and from your favorite anime shows. Go to youtube.com slash animeadventures and let me know what you think. Follow her on social at Adventures Anime and at Elise Bowman. She loves chatting with fans of anime. Hey, I know you hear me. And guess what? Elise and I want to hear from you too. Connect with us. Man, oh man, here we are again, chugging along like a freight train. Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I am exhausted. <laughs> I am tired right now, but I am so excited, and that's what's keeping me going, because here we are again for another awesome episode of the I Know You Hear Me podcast. We're probably halfway into season two by now, and if you don't know my name, we got a problem, but it's Flynn Hendricks, so I'll give you a little friendly reminder there. So we got to get through the usual stuff here at the beginning. I got to thank our sponsors. I got to encourage you to follow us on all social media platforms and subscribe on your platform of choice to listen to this podcast. So we're on every major uh, podcast platform, Spotify, Google, Apple, and a few others that I don't even know about. Shame on me. But if you're on there, go subscribe and listen. And if you haven't already, leave us a five-star review. I believe Spotify is actually now doing five-star reviews as well, and those help out a lot more than you realize. So if you think I've earned it, go ahead and leave me a five-star review on there and share it with your friends. And of course, we're on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Go on there, like, subscribe, share, get it to your family, get it to your friends. And I know I'm sounding like a broken record right now, but guys, I am excited with where this podcast is going. I'm excited that, you know, I've got a spinoff podcast coming off of this, Tales from the Haunt. So keep an eye out for that as well. And all the support means a great deal to me. So if you could go and support our sponsors like Elise Bowman and her Anime Adventures YouTube channel and her online coaching classes, that helps us too. And if I put my stamp of approval on it, I believe in it and I want you to go check it out. And, of course, I want you to get the word out here so that this podcast reaches somebody that may need it. We've had so many awesome guests in Season 1. We've had a lot of awesome guests in Season 2. And 
This is where the fun begins because now I'm bringing you another awesome guest here tonight. She is somebody that I became connected with through uh, the mass world of social media and the voice acting realm. And you've heard a lot of people say on here before that it's like one giant family. And with just how warm and open people are with each other, I can 100% say that's true because this is actually our first like face-to-face through a computer screen conversation. <laughs> and we've already hit it off the bat before the cameras and the mic started rolling. So it's going to be a fun conversation here tonight. But man, without further ado, this chick, I have seen her like connected with so <laughs> many people I know. And it seems like she's always like, just kicking ass and taking names. And she's even got a new game that you can hear her in coming out now called Eternal Return. And she has just like, it seems like everybody knows who she is, at least with who I follow on social media in the voice acting realm. So it is my pleasure tonight to have on Kelsey Mayer. Kelsey, how are you? Hi, I'm doing really good. Thank you. Man, I know. Oh my I had... gosh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm really excited to talk with you. Um, I'm glad to hear it. Thank you. All the guests that you've had on your podcast and uh, knowing that a couple of them are uh, friends and acquaintances Mm -hmm. of mine. Like this is, I'm stoked. Absolutely. And that's, it's such a cool thing too, because like, like you said, we haven't met in person and this is our first, like whatever form of face-to-face virtual conversation, but through knowing these mutual friends or these mutual acquaintances, it's like we already know each other, have some sort of connection, and it literally is a big family because everybody loves each other. So, I mean, it's an awesome thing for sure. So, man, I'm excited to get right down into it. So, (laughs) let's let's back it up to the beginning here and let's talk about you some. So... Uh, let's do it. Let's go. What uh, what was it that drew you to acting and then to voice acting? All right. Well, I mean, it started a long time ago. In a galaxy far, when... far away? Uh, it might be closer than you think. Ah. Probably yeah, this galaxy. <laughs> um, but in a land called Renton, Washington. Okay. <laughs> um, I was... A six-year-old, you know, doing the church plays, Mm -hmm. and my first role ever, I got to play a rapping camel for Jesus. Wow. (laughs) Never thought I would hear that, but please tell me more. (laughs) I remember part of the song very distinctly. It's, uh, it went, um... Yeah, yeah, do the camel rap, do the camel rap. Oh my God, that is amazing. (laughs) And that's how I knew I wanted to be a star. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I I, I just have to meet the person that came up with this, like, that that wrote this play out now. Like, I didn't know that was a thing, but now I want it in my life. That is amazing. (laughs) I mean, it was just like this interesting retelling of like you know the christmas story right um, in a church play you know general church play but with like musical type of stuff and of course you know animals and musicals mm-hmm. typically talk so we had to tell our story from the camel side of course i don't remember that at all <laughs> like, i couldn't tell you one lick of dialogue i had in fact i don't think i even talked my cousin was like the main camel, so she did all the talking. Right, right, right. So, you know, we just let her talk. We did the backup rapping and dancing. Of course. It was all good. Of course. Um, but yeah, um, just from there, um, I kind of, you know, just kept doing the church plays. I didn't really know anything about acting mm-hmm. until probably when I got into high school and took a legitimate drama class. Right, like, right. Finally. <laughs> Before that, like, thank you, mom and dad, for watching me in th- these plays yearly because I, I'm i sure it was a treat. <laughs> <laughs> now, just because you mentioned them, um, and this is, this is something I love to find out about all of my friends and guests on here. You know, like you said, they came to your to each and every one of your plays. Were they supportive of the dream once you kind of, once they kind of started seeing it manifest, and you know, you started getting more involved in theater and acting? Were they pretty supportive of that? You know, uh, they were supportive of it as like a hobby. Okay. At first, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, initially, I, I I had the you know like 
the, the, the pleasing nature of like, oh, you're right, parents. Like, I should probably do something a little more stable yeah. than mm-hmm. <laughs> acting. So, like, when I graduated high school, I was like, I don't know what I want to do. So I just kind of took general classes yep. in a community college. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still took acting classes because yeah. <laughs> that's something that I really enjoyed. Um and my life took me all sorts of twist and turny ways. Um, in the middle of doing community college, I went to massage therapy school and I became a massage therapist. And okay. Like, I still do that to this day. Um, but now the main focus is on voice acting. Of course, and yeah. And slowly transitioning over to voice acting being my main source of income. Man, I've got a, I'm trying to follow in your footsteps right now. That is amazing. Um, Thank you. I I do have a question and I don't want to jump the gun too much, but just because we're, as we're recording this, um, I know it's going to, we're, it's going to be a little while before this actually drops, but as we're recording things with COVID are, you know, picking back up again, the Omicron variant and all that fun stuff is still going on. But with, you know, with the voice acting and also with the massage therapy, how has COVID like affected that for you? Is it just kind of still business as usual or what has that been like for you? I mean, honestly, COVID is what got me into voice acting pretty okay. much. And we're pretty much um, simpatico right there. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until this last October that mm-hmm. I got back into doing massage therapy and felt like kind of okay with getting back to it. Yeah. Um, now that things are picking up, I just take as many precautions as I can. Absolutely. I I have the KN95 masks. Mm -hmm. I'm constantly, you know, washing my hands. Don't touch your face. Yep. Don't touch your hair. Don't touch anything until you sanitize. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Yeah. And I mean, in Texas, it's really interesting. You know, a lot of people don't, don't, want to take those precautions as mm-hmm. much. Um, and I mean, I understand, you know, like do what you got to do like yeah. for, for what's best for you. But for me, I am going to like, you know, mask up, wash those hands mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> probably like move around you a little bit if you're just like barreling towards me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, I, I'm in the first aid realm where I'm in and out of a lot of these places and like, you mentioned the KN95. That's actually like a product that I sell to customers and everything. But man, it's just, it's so weird because I'm in Tennessee and you're in Texas. And it seems like our states are almost like twins for kind of, I don't want to say how asinine some people have reacted towards all this mm-hmm. stuff, but it's just like, ugh, you know, just it's frustrating yeah. sometimes. It is, especially when I'm like, in massage therapy, like, I have to be in kind of those close quarters, close yeah. contacts. Like, heck, I'm touching your body. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I, I'm I'm thankful that there are ways that I can do this. Absolutely. So that way I can, you know, make a living and pay rent and all yeah. that. Because voice acting is not quite there. Though I do have some gigs that are mm-hmm. finally, like... Paying the bills. Yeah. Just can't talk about them. (laughs) Right, right, right. Um, (laughs) Still an awesome um, feeling, though. I mean, that's amazing. It really is. And I'm I'm very thankful for those gigs. Um, Absolutely. So that way I don't have to spend like five or six days a week at the spa doing work there. Yeah. I can bring it back down to like as minimal contact as I can with with this whole covid thing absolutely but you know we're hoping we're praying that it's it's gonna come to an end or mm-hmm. like you know some kind of like denouement yes um, <laughs> i love that word i love that fancy choice fancy choice of words right there i love it thank you but yeah, I, it just came to mind i was <laughs> like oh what's that word like i always see in the graph in like writing classes mm-hmm. you know denouement yeah as a uh, as a uh, as an English major, I appreciate that. So thank you. <laughs> what you were an English major? Yeah, but unfortunately, I haven't really done anything with my degree. I mean, outside of nitpicking scripts with no uh, no proper punctuation <laughs> and different things like that. But yeah. that's neither here nor there at this point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was the whole thing. Um, 
in college, I changed my major like three different times, and I finally settled on that. But um, with with, awesome. with community college, though, getting back to you, because I don't want to keep this focused on me, is that where you kind of figured out like that massage therapy was something that you may be interested in? Well, at the time, I was doing, uh, my job was marketing for mm-hmm. a chi- chiropractor. Okay. Um, so I kind of saw um, how massage therapy worked alongside chiropractic. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is like really amazing to see how people come in like, you know, barely able to move from like a car accident. Oh, yeah. And then after all these treatments and therapy, even after just like a couple of weeks, it's almost like day and night. Yep. So I was like, man, that seems kind of fun to do something like like nitty gritty, like getting in there with my hands. Absolutely. Not just like doing the desk job thing. Yeah, because so that like, gets boring. You know what? I'm going to give it a go because massage therapy <laughs> pays a lot more than what I was doing. Absolutely um, true. I mean, it's so, it's one of those things too, especially now that people are kind of starting to realize the importance of self-care and, you know, like taking mm-hmm. those mental health days or spa days or whatever it may be just to help recharge your batteries. It's definitely, yeah. I would qualify it as a necessity. So that was a, that was a very smart move on your part for sure. Thank you. Now, um, <laughs> was it was it COVID that pushed you, uh, that kind of made you put it on the back burner for a little bit and just, you know, pick it up within the last few months? Or what What was it that kind of, like, made you put it on the back burner, so to speak? Yeah, I, I put it on the back burner once um, COVID shut everything down. Right. I was like, yeah, I don't want to risk like the lives of others mm-hmm. and myself right now. So yeah. I'm just not going to not, especially cause a lot of my clients were, um, more elderly. Yeah. So I was like, ah, I would hate to like pass it on to you. Absolutely. And, like know that it was my fault that you like passed away. Yeah. I, I would feel awful. That is so, not something to carry on your conscience. That's for sure. Oof. Yeah. So yeah, inevitably I had to, um, shut down my practice for a while. And then with moving to Texas, I was like, okay, I, I definitely need something Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> to pay the bills. Like I have, I had one gig that I was like, okay, I can rely on this for like a couple of months, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I need to figure out something to do. Right. Right. Um, so it was kind of like a, hunker down and, and decide like, is it worth it? Is it okay to go for it for now? Mm-hmm. And at the time I was like, okay, this feels, this feels like fine. It feels like we're kind of in like a lull yeah. right now. And now that I've been working in massage therapy for a few months, it's, it's really hard to like not have to rely on that. And you know, that's, that's kind of like the, the struggle with being an artist is like, okay, Mm -hmm. I need to find ways to be able to live, but also to be able to do what I love. Absolutely. So it's just finding that balance. And sometimes like, unfortunately day job, like has to take a front seat sometimes. So that way I can, you know, keep feeding my cat. Yeah. They come (laughs) first for sure. (laughs) Oh, she totally does. She's a princess. Yeah, so. I mean, you got you got to spoil them, otherwise they might murder you in your sleep. But y- you know how it goes. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but man, like you just you just made my job easy for this interview because you teed me up for so many questions that I want to ask you. Um, so the first one, uh, we're gonna go back to voice acting now. Um, what was it that caught your attention on that? Was it a certain actor or actress? Was it a cartoon? And then also, too, was voice acting what made you uh, move to Texas? Kind of a two-part question there. Yeah, so um, in in turning into a voice actor, mm-hmm. um, I, I initially I went to school. Uh, well, I went back to school okay. for acting um, in 2017, and oh, I got nice. my uh, bachelor's degree, or bachelor of fine arts, actually, okay. in acting for stage and screen. Okay. So... Um, yeah, eventually I just came around to it and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to learn it and that's just what I'm going to do. Right, right. 
<laughs> so, you know, it took me like almost 10 years to get my bachelor's degree, but worth it? Time will tell. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so initially I was in Los Angeles and I was trying to go for more like screen acting, mm-hmm. um, working in film and commercials and things like that. Right. Um, and I, I met this lady named Lauren Mayfield, who is awesome and amazing mm-hmm. and a fantastic voice actor. I met her at a mutual friend's wedding and I was sitting oh, at the okay. table with her. I didn't know her. But she just started talking about what she did, and I was like, what? Wait, why didn't I think about this before? Because, like, I'm such a nerd. Like, I love anime, and I I love, like, video games. Like, how come I didn't think about this? (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, here. Oh, here's my cat. Uh Uh-oh. She's like. And we get the (laughs) run-in. This is Nana. Oh, and we get the cat's meow on here. So that I think that's a first for the show. That's a first oh, really? right now. Yes. Yay, Took a season two to get a cat it. to uh, make her debut, but there it is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was my cat, Nana. She's a stinker. And she had proper stinker. mic etiquette, too. We got to give it to her. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, where was I? Uh, she, uh, I think you said she gave you her card, I believe. Oh, she oh, no. gave me recommendations. There it was. That's it, actually. yeah. Actually. And I I wrote them down on the wedding invitation, actually. Oh, nice. Um, But then, like, I misplaced the wedding invitation oh. somewhere along the lines. And it wasn't until maybe, like, I want to say eight months later that I found it. And I was like, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Voice acting! Duh! Right. Let's do it. So I took my first ever voice acting class with Bang Zoom. Okay, awesome. In Burbank, like Very actually nice. in studio. It was a Man. 2018, and so I just remember being like, "Wow, this is incredible!" Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> and um, I just fell in love with it because we did dubbing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry if you hear my cat scratching in her litter box. Oh, it's fine. I I live with two cats already, so I'm used to that. So, um, man, maybe I'm a little ADD because I'm just like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> um, uh, and um, uh, oh gosh, what was I? Saying? So you were you were in studio at Bang Zoom, um, which is something I I still haven't got to do any in person. You know, like voice acting classes or workshop, just one, because of the area that I'm in, but two, COVID. Yeah. But, you know, like, man, that, that's, that's an amazing thing right there because my dialect coach works with Bang, Bang Zoom, and it's like, ah, uh, I want to wow. I want to be there. You know, like, let's, ah, I got to get yes. out to the, you know, I got to get to the West Coast, but. Man, I'm going to have to ask you who your, your dialect coach is after this because, yep. like. I want to nail down that British accent. Oh, that's you know we all need it. That's one of the uh, one of the first ones he taught me, and some family uh, emergencies, which you know, pet issues. We'll talk about at, at a different time. Uh, yeah. We're actually we're working on Australian now, so we had to postpone my my appointment for this week with him. But we're at, we're up to Australian now. But he is so good, and I'll I'll give you all the details off the air. But yeah, yes, top yes, notch. Please, I'll get you in touch um, with him. Okay, so back to mind thoughts. Right, right. <laughs> and mind blowing um, thoughts. Yeah. So, yes, yes. Bang Zoom took a class there, fell in love. We did dubbing over anime scenes um, with this like giant screen. So you could like see everything. Yep. And it was like a fully padded room. At the time, I, I didn't appreciate it because I didn't know you know, what has to go into making like a studio really good. Mm -hmm. And wow. Like thinking about how blessed I was to take that class. I'm like, dang, I wish I would have appreciated it more. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, but hopefully someday life will bring me back to LA and I'll be able to, you know, do some work in bang zoo. Absolutely. That's, that's that's the dream. That's, dream yeah for sure um and let's see after that um 
I just kept kind of taking classes, um, signed up for, you know, casting call club. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Did a few auditions. And um, I, I, I knew a lot of film people at the time mm-hmm. because, I, you know, going to film school and all that. Right. So people, you know, would recommend me for little jobs here and there. So I did narration for baby monitors. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> I did narration for like um, uh, a friend's. Was it documentary? Okay. Um, I think that was my first paid voiceover. Actually, um, I had my little Blue Spark microphone <laughs> and a PreSonus preamp, and it was all set to go. Man, you just um, answered like my next two <laughs> questions right there. Oh, did I? Sorry. <laughs> no, you're making my job easy. Like I'm just enjoying learning all this stuff about you. This is awesome. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah, I mean. I, I try to give all the deets. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are you were crushing kids. it. Let's go ahead and say you were crushing it. Yes. So, so, like, as you as you start doing those, as you do the narrations and everything, um, did and you get your mic, you get your preamp and everything. Mm-hmm. Did you start like seeking recommendations for like how to treat a space or how to update your equipment or what? What was that process like, or did you have somebody kind of guiding you through that? Dude, no. (laughs) (laughs) I knew nothing. I just used um, my boyfriend's at the time's closet. Right. um, And it seemed to work enough. Like, there was clothes in it. So, like, there wasn't really any reverberation going on. So, I didn't know it was good, but... Thinking back, I think it was fine. Right, right. (laughs) Somebody probably tell you if it wasn't, I would have to assume. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if it was like terrible, I would hope they would tell me. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're not. We're not. We're just gonna give her a little bit more rope here to hang herself. Hopefully not. But. <laughs> yeah, no, please help me. I'm drowning. <laughs> right. So, you mentioned earlier that you liked anime, and it kind of seems you know like Texas is like where you need to be if not in LA for anime. Is that what led you to move a little further south down there so that you could be right in the heart of all that? Or was there another reason for that? Um, I will say it's mostly love. Okay. That's a good reason. <laughs> also, That's a very good reason. But also anime. <laughs> <laughs> love and anime. It's like a soap yeah, opera, but it's anime. real life. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of feels like that sometimes. Yeah. Like moving in the middle of a pandemic. And, oh, boy. I can only you know, imagine. Making a new life in a, a, a state I've never lived in, yeah. let alone never thought I'd live in. Right. <laughs> in my entire life. Oh man. Because um, I I come from uh, the, the land of liberals, Washington State. Yep. Um. So I, I never really saw myself moving to Texas. Yeah. But Ooh. since being here, like I've found. There's plenty of charm. Oh, yeah. There are plenty of places you can, like, find yourself sitting down and enjoying, like, some great Korean barbecue. Oh, like yes. <laughs> now you're talking my language. <laughs> yes. So good. Oh, my God. You're speaking my language right now. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm glad. Um, Korean food. Favorite Asian food. Cuisine. Not- favorite Asian cuisine. Yes. I, yes. Yes. I. I am right there with you. Oh my God. You're making me hungry yes. now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine o'clock. It's I a little late. I know, right? But hunger knows no bounds or no time zone. So. You eh. know what? That is extremely true. Yep. <laughs> but man, so like you moved. You moved to Texas. Um, and obviously with the massage business and even with with voice acting, you know, like you kind of have to hustle and self promote and get your name out yeah. there. So being in a new state, new area, pretty much only like maybe one person that, you know, what is the process like for you to not only promote your voice acting and, you know, keep growing that, but also to get back into the massage therapy, how do you go about like just hustling and, and grinding to get that going again? Yeah. Um, well with voiceover, um, it's really about networking. Yep. You know, very true. Meeting people and um, making friends. Like, honestly, just, you know, be yourself and uh, make those relationships because I think that's probably the most important 
thing here. That's it. Whether or not you get a, you know, a job, like, from meeting this person, that doesn't matter. Right. Um, because we also need that support. That's you it. You know, when when we're down in the dumps and we're just like, ugh, I don't understand life anymore because I don't get to act yes. <laughs> all the time. Yes. No, I, I'm right there with you. And, you know, in those times, it's definitely when we need our support the most. Very, so. very true. And it's it's a lot easier, too, to open up to people that once you once we get past our own stubbornness, my, I'm throwing myself under the bus here, but once you get <laughs> past that and you can actually find a way to communicate it, or even if you can't find the right words for it, you're going to probably be talking to somebody that's been there, done that, and knows exactly what you're trying to say. And, you know, in those lulls or in those down periods, that's exactly what you need is somebody that's going to keep you out of your own head and keep you from talking yourself out of something that you are passionate about. Exactly. And that's kind of also how I view um, social media. Yes. Um, Though recently with the whole move, I feel I've been a little more distant Mm -hmm. on social media just because I'm still trying to find my grounding. Yeah. Even after a few months, I still kind of feel like I'm – Still, just like settling. You know? Absolutely. I mean, that's that's so, a huge move in itself. So not everybody's going to acclimate at the same pace. So I mean, you got to yeah. you got to take that first too. Otherwise, you're going to drive yourself insane. <laughs> ain't that the truth? You so ain't kidding. I mean, I'm just I'm taking my time, and um, when I feel like it, I'll I'll social meds all At- day. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's that's one of those things too. Like we we obviously have to have our breaks from it where we're not glued to our phones or our computer yeah. screens or whatever it may be. But at the same time too, with this line of work, it's a necessary evil because you do have to get out there, you do have to connect, you have to hustle, check in with your uh with your mutuals and your friends and everything. But you know, again too, it's like you said, you've got to get adjusted to everything first, and then when you need it, you know it's there. Exactly. So I I would say for whoever needs this, if you're in the middle of a major life change or, you know, something big is going on in your life, really take that time away from social media because it will be a lifesaver in the long run. And, you know, if you need to, you can always tell people like, hey, I'm stepping away for a little bit if, you know, <laughs> if that helps your mind um, feel more at ease. But definitely, seriously, please hear me out. <laughs> Take that time away. Absolutely. Find things that fill your heart with joy outside of social media mm-hmm. and settle into those things that are necessary, that you need, you know, your health, your job. Whatever, you know, whatever sustains you. Unless, you know, you're a full-time voice actor, then, I mean, good for you. Absolutely. <laughs> so you, Teach us the ways. <laughs> keep doing that. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. It's necessary. Take that time. Absolutely. It'll be okay. Yep. Like Flynn said, it'll still be there. Mm-hmm. You, you got to get past the FOMO, and I am speaking from experience here. Like, I am... Uh, I have been in that position so many times, whether it's been from work, from my oldest son's baseball, and then trying to come home at 10 o'clock at night and still like bang out 10 or 15 auditions. Like sometimes you just have to give it a rest and you have to prioritize that time and prioritize yourself. Otherwise, you're not doing anybody any good and you're damn sure not doing yourself any good too. So it's a rough lesson to learn, but. Learn from me because you don't want to hit that wall and then still keep trying to run through it before you realize, oh, I'm exhausted and burned out. So mm-hmm. don't be me. <laughs> and don't be me where you get so exhausted that you just start bawling. And yeah. you're like, why am I crying? <laughs> why are my eyes so heavy and wet? But man, like, I- I've got to circle back to some of these th- uh, these things you've said now because, like, they are questions that are burning in my mind that I don't want to forget Um, you had mentioned, you know, like feeding, feeding your artistic side and then also like navigating through the lulls and the down periods. So let's go with uh, the first part of that there. Um, feeding the artistic side. Do you have a hard time? Like whether it's with massage therapy or other things that go on throughout the day that may just get to you or just get you in a negative headspace or just wear you out and stress you out. 
do you have a method or a way of just kind of like flipping the switch to turn it off or is there's something that you do or do you use voice acting as your escape from that? How do you avoid like just carrying that with you and taking away from something you're passionate about? Dude, I, I mean, I have to admit, I, I need to hear this medicine myself right now because mm-hmm. there, there have been plenty of times during this move where I'm like, man, I just don't feel like being an artist today because yeah. I feel like, I suck (laughs) and I'm going nowhere and I try not to like compare myself, but you know, sometimes when you see the people who've like gained those roles that you're like, man, like I tried so hard on that Mm -hmm. or whatever, trying not to compare yourself. Yep. The things that really help me when I actually do them (laughs) is one like we already talked about, just like shut down the social media. Yep. Like get off of that. Do, do something else. Uh, get out in the sunshine. Yes. Um, if you're in a place that has sun right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely <laughs> uh, do it. Go out there and get some fresh air because that will help to just rejuvenate your brain and your physical self. And Very true. If you're, if you're just feeling tired, just even taking five minutes to go outside and just like walk around the perimeter of your living area, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, if yeah. it's safe. Oh, of, yeah, of course. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> it is, but you know, just get outside. I think that's, that's the main thing right there. Just give yourself a minute to take a deep breath and go outside. Just get, get out of it for a second, you know? Cause I mean, nature is, sounds so dumb nature is naturalistic so you know it's kind of going back to basics yes if you will like getting out of all this complicated Mm -hmm. technological area yeah and just getting back to the basic of like breathing and noticing and experiencing absolutely and i mean one thing i've learned especially over now both seasons of the podcast is that like the big answers to a lot of these, like what seem like deep and complex questions or the solutions, whatever it may be is always something so simple, but it's so powerful at the same time. Like we overcomplicate it, but if you can just get back to the basics and accept it and enjoy it for what it is, there you go. Exactly. And that's also like, to go back into the artistic side of things, like going back to basics is always so helpful. Yes. Like go back to your basics of acting. Um, if you can take an acting class oh, yeah. and just keep working on those instrumental skills. Absolutely. They're definitely like artistry is a muscle. And mm-hmm. if you don't use it, you lose it. 100%. So, you have to keep working on it just as you would, you know, going to the gym to like yeah. build muscle or stamina, all of that. And let me put it this way, too. If that's something you are interested in, especially with like improv, Shakespeare, like with our previous guest a few weeks ago, Carlisle DePriest, or, you know, even our sponsor, Elise Bowman, or like I was talking about with Kelsey about, uh, you know, dialects. Like if that's something you're interested in, my email's in the show notes. Feel free to reach out and I can get you in touch with the right people that I am 100% telling you they are the top of their craft and they will not steer you wrong. So if it's something you're interested in or like even I'll say improv for me has helped me just stop being a critical overthinker in everyday life. So like these acting hey, classes yeah. can help you in more ways than just acting too. But again, like she said, it's a muscle. So you've got to keep challenging yourself, getting out of your comfort zone and getting those reps in so that when these big auditions come or, you know, even when they don't and you hit the low periods, you're still honing your craft and you're ready to jump on it when that opportunity, that next opportunity comes, which man, I'm going to hope that was a smooth segue to my next question here because I'm currently in one myself. Um, I, it seemed like I booked quite a few things back to back at the end of the year last year. And now I'm kind of in a lull period. So with you as well, like how do you navigate the lull periods? Do you just keep plugging away knowing that something is going to come or 
what, what's that I like mean, for you? Yeah. You kind of have to keep plugging away. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you don't try, then you're definitely not going to get it. <laughs> 100% true. So, 100% true. You have to at least try. Um, granted, you know, knowing your strengths definitely helps. Yes. And if you know the directors, like, like their preferences, if you mm-hmm. know whether they prefer you to just like try for everything or if they prefer you just try what you're really strong at, yeah, then, you know, follow those directions. Of but course. For the most part, I just, I, I, I try and I, I go mm-hmm. for it and I feel like having that, you know, that acting and improv background definitely helps me do that. Very much so. Um, Cause you just get to, play yeah, that, that's <laughs> so it why not that is the that is the biggest thing right there and man i was just thinking about this the other day and i'm drawing a blank on who said it and i know they even said it oh it was greg arnold actually um a previous guest to the podcast oh. he you know he said like do they want to hear like does a casting director want to hear adult greg trying to think and act like what a energetic an energetic robot would sound like or do they want to hear a Greg that has gone back to like four or five year old Greg that's playing in the sandbox that's enthralled and, you know, wrapped up in that character and just having fun with it? You know, like what do they want to hear? And sometimes you don't know. So you just have to have fun and get creative with it yourself. But they it, it needs to be authentic, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at there, too. Yes. And having all Absolutely. those those skills and reps under your belt will help that process come, too. Dude, it's kind of crazy how much, like, just the basics. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, that gives you, like, 90% of what you need. <laughs> yeah. And, man, it's like, again, it's like wrestling because I'm somehow back into that now. You know, it's like everybody wants to do awesome. all this this flippy, intricate stuff, but nobody wants to learn the basics that build up to that. You know, it's like you've got to have the foundation because you can't build a house on just dirt. You've got to have a concrete foundation. Otherwise, that house will fall and the basics will never fail you. Like it's as simple as that. And you've got to be I hate to say you've got to be humble enough to learn that or be willing and be open to accept that. But that's what it is, what it is. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And. You know, a lot of people just kind of want to skip the basics and go to the fun stuff. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm just going to do voiceover classes, which, you know, nothing against that because, you know, people do sometimes teach yeah. acting in voiceover classes. Mm-hmm. But truly, honestly, you should be taking acting classes. You yeah. should be taking improv classes. Yes. Just get those basics in. Because... So then naturally absolutely and then if you've got to do multiple takes on something or they want an you know an abc or you know like three different takes of one line you've got to be able to have something that's not going to sound the exact same and i know like for commercials that's still something that i have to work on because mm-hmm. commercials are not my strong suit but i mean i can do certain types but you know it's like i guess it's a skill where you can do them almost the exact same but if I'm doing something animation wise, it's way more fun to just get out there and find like, can I push it a little bit further? Do I need to pull it back? Do I need to do like, it's, if you can have that and not give them the same thing three different times, unless they ask for that, you are setting yourself apart from all these other people that you're up against and don't even know it. So again, like just, man, hitting on it again, having those (laughs) classes, having those reps, having the basics and the foundations under your belt, will serve you better than anything else you could possibly do outside of, of course, making friends and networking. But, you know, it's yeah, it's the basics. The basics always work. Indeed. Man. And I, I too, like, am constantly going back to the basics just because, like, I still feel like I'm learning and growing mm-hmm. as an actor. Um, you know, I, I didn't really get into acting until, like, you know, maybe eight years ago, like starting to learn about acting. Right, when right. I went, when it went back to school. So I, I still feel like I'm new, even though I'm not. <laughs> of course. And I mean, like, 
it's it's always that too. It's I hate to say it's like you feel like you have to keep proving yourself, but you know it's that eagerness and that hunger that keeps you like engaged in what you're doing and constantly wanting to keep getting yourself out, out there and just being so involved and active in everything. And that comes across yeah. in, in the reads and the auditions that you turn in. I know that for a fact. Exactly. And I mean, but you can't be like too eager. Yeah. That will also show. As of well. course. If you're just doing the audition because oh, I want to play like the most popular character in this mm-hmm. series or game or whatever, then that's going to show in your audition. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a fine line that you have to find in there too. Well, then again, there's me and it's like, hey, just give me the bad guy for, you know, just, just give me the bad guy. I don't want to do that. But that, that's neither here nor there. Oh dude, I love playing a bad girl. It's like, so fun. That's some of my favorite roles. Are yes. Just being like, Ugh, because get you get because you get to think that I mean like in your own head and again that's what I love about villains in any movie if it's done right they think they are right they think they're the good mm-hmm. guy and there is a hint or a little a little seed of truth in what they say and the people that are you know that don't like them don't want to hear it and that's what makes them that much more hateable it's so fun it is so yes. fun but hey you gotta have <laughs> good, you gotta have good guys and villains too and if there's a good, if there's an intriguing good guy audition, I'll throw my name in for it. But again, that's neither here nor there. But man, like you have, you have made my job so easy tonight. Like I don't feel like it's really been forty five minutes up to this point. But um, I know, right? I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about uh, your new role that um, that we plugged in your intro, Eternal Return. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that, and tell our listeners about that too. Sure. So, um, Eternal Return is a MOBA crafting survival type of game. So it, it incorporates a lot of different things into this game. And, um, I get to play this character named Mai and she is like this sassy fashionista CEO girl. Okay. And she's, you know, very Sundere (laughs) where she's just like, uh, can you please stop? Um, <laughs> type of type of vibe. Um, I think what was the um, the uh, catchphrase? The catchphrase was, uh, "I really hate doing this." <laughs> and I'm like, that is such a vibe. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I think she might be my favorite already. She was a lot of fun to play, and it was, like, such an easy session, too. Like, Mm -hmm. the people I got to work with were just so great and just pretty darn easygoing. So it was just all fun, all play, uh, done within an hour. Nice. That's that's the best right there, too. Because, I mean, it's like you get paid to have fun. Like, where else can you say that? Like, that's amazing. Right. And then other people get to have fun, like, playing the game and then, you know, like, interacting with your character or playing as you mm-hmm. like dude, that's that's bucket list stuff that's amazing yeah <laughs> i mean eventually um i guess if uh can i go to goals yes please <laughs> let's do it let's, goals? yeah let's do it let's <laughs> manifest it let's make it happen um goals are i want to get my video game demo reel done even though crazy enough that's kind of like some of the most work that I get is in like video games, right, right. very indie games. Yeah. Um, but I want to be able to show the side of myself where it's, you know, more like cinematic grounded acting. Yes, as absolutely. As opposed to like the crazy wild wacky characters right. that I have like in my animation demo. Right? Yeah. So you're not pigeonholed into one category basically. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So I definitely, I, I'm going to get that done this year. Um, but you know, working on finding all the scripts mm-hmm. and working with different directors to like see, okay, where does my voice fit in? Absolutely. In maybe the triple A video game scene. Yeah. And then figuring out, okay, this is where I fit. These are some scripts that work. Let's kind of rework them so that I bring my own flair to it, mm-hmm. and then I can show off. Absolutely. Show them what you bring to the table. So what's yeah. uh, what's the next goal? Because I think you had another one lined up after that. 
Oh man, definitely um, a score a triple A video game. Yes. That would be like dream status. If it doesn't happen this year, believing for next year. Hey, but we're believing for this year. It's still on the goal board. <laughs> we'll make it happen. I yeah. don't doubt it either. That man, I love that. All right, any others you want to get out there? Um, let's see. Representation in LA. I like that. Uh, representation in Dallas. Yes, <laughs> man, making it classy right there. I love it. Yes. <laughs> um, and let's see. Getting an actual like. Technically, I had a recurring character in an anime last year. Oh, nice. In like four episodes. But she didn't technically have a name. Okay. So getting a named character yes. in anime this year. Let's put it out in the world happen. and it's going to happen. going to happen. Man, I think we got some of the same goals too. So again, like it, it's so crazy how like so much of this stuff like again like this is our first conversation not via random tweets or, or <laughs> facebook messenger but it's like yeah. click 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 like damn like this really is like family like these people are they're your friends they're your family and man it's amazing so like onward and upward hopefully like we can make it happen and you crush these goals i'm excited to see where it's going to go for you Boom. that's yeah. it and I'm excited to see where you go, too. Well, thank you. I mean, you've got a lot going on. Sometimes I don't know when to say no, so God help me. <laughs> but yeah, that's... I hear uh, that prayer loud and clear. Yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to get myself out there and just... I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I am enjoying every single thing I'm doing. But man, if I could get two more hours in the day just for an extra nap or something, dude, I'd be, right. I'd be golden. But man, like this, God, I wish or indestructible. One of the two feel like I was in college, but man, like this is, (laughs) this has been a fun conversation and I think I'm pretty confident in saying now that we're just going to ramp it up a little bit more because this has become my favorite thing of season two right now. This has been about 50 minutes of me talking to you and asking you questions. Now we're going to flip the switch and give you the brains to the show for a little bit and you're going to be grilling me with some questions. So man, I, I turn it over to you and I am at your mercy whenever you are ready. Okay. So I didn't know how serious these questions were going to be. It's all so fair game. I have several not so serious questions. Let's go. A couple serious ones. So number one, narwhal or unicorn? Oh man. Um and why? I would say unicorn only if he gets to go with Charlie to uh to Candy Mountain. <laughs> Candy so Mountain. <laughs> That's that's going to be my answer right there. Only if he gets to go with Charlie. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like that a lot. Man, that was an old school deep right uh, there. What if he doesn't get to go with Charlie, though? Well, then at least I'm going to know people are still searching for me and there's still some love for me, so I'm still probably going to say unicorn. Fair enough. <laughs> and I can fly, so we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay, cool. So it's a, a pegacorn. Yes, yes. Let's go with Great. that. I'll, that sounds better. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Pegacorn universe. That is it. Great. Um, number two. Have you ever eaten a pet treat before? No. Not to my knowledge, anyway. I mean, I don't All recall right. doing it younger, so I, I'm going to say no. <laughs> well, good on you. <laughs> I, I unfortunately made that mistake at the ripe old age of three. Oh. <laughs> now, how did you... And I was like, this... This little, like, dog phone looks really good. Like, if dogs like it, right? like it, too. Now, did, did somebody remind you of that as you got older? Or did, like, is that something that just sticks in your memory? Oh, it was on videotape. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> I haven't seen that videotape in, like, so long, but... Growing up, me and my friends would watch each other's, like, home movies on VHS. Right. And that's what we did for some of our entertainment. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Okay. And then a question 
three and four. Okay. Most embarrassing and most triumphant wrestling moments for you. Oh man. Um the most embarrassing I'm gonna probably say would probably be my first match, actually, because um man, I I guess people know by now it's predetermined. You're you know, like they script out who's supposed to win. Obviously things mm-hmm. can go wrong because people can get hurt. Um the ring I had my first match in was nothing but like the canvas was nothing but carpets and plywood. So Oh wow. Yeah. Um I was supposed to take a move and kick out of it, roll out of the ring, and then I was supposed to come back in and actually win my first match. Well uh I actually the way the guy held my head on the way down, um, I hit my head, so I was loopy for a minute. He goes to pin me and I didn't kick out. So like it turned into this whole thing where like they set up another match, but like I'm just they played it off, they covered it, but I'm and it actually ended up being better that I didn't because it looked like it was a big thing. But uh, you know, it's like I'm just sitting there beating myself up and all these people are watching it and I'm just trying to I'm trying not to cry. I'm 18 years old and I'm just like, I just fucked this up. Pardon my language, mm. but it's like they're gonna think I can't do anything now. But uh yeah, there was that. But, um, it, how did you get your mindset out of that? Eventually, like, I just stopped caring as much because, um, unfortunately, like it's one of those, it's basically like the submitted and forget it that we go through right here. It's like, yeah, you can go back and watch a match or watch footage and see what you could do better. But once that match is over, once the bell rings, once you're back through the curtain, it's done. You just, you can't look back on it. You have to get ready for the next one. And, I was still learning. I was only like five or six months actually trained at that point. So there was still a lot of room for improvement too. But, you know, I mean, it was still a good match. Just the ending didn't Mm -hmm. go the way it was supposed to. But that was more of me kind of beating myself up because it's like, damn, I knew what it was supposed to be and it, and it didn't happen, but it's, it's better off that it didn't. Um, but man, like most triumphant, there's so many that I could choose from. Um, Working, I, I did a thing with WWE in 2014, but I have to say, like, in 2012, I think it was, at the beginning of the year, actually, as we're recording this, next month will be uh, 10 years to the day that it happened. Uh, I was, like, number one contender for the National Wrestling Alliance or NWA World Heavyweight or World Junior Heavyweight title, and the guy that was coming through... Uh, he was basically like doing a loop of shows and I was his second night on the loop. Um, and you know, it's something that got me at the time. The NWA wasn't as big as it is now as it's coming back and everything, but it got me on the board of directors viewpoints and got me another match, uh, you know, like the next year, but Mm -hmm. it was one of the first matches I'd ever had with somebody and actually got me a lot of attention with a lot of other promotions because, we didn't really talk to each other. He was in a different locker room beforehand. We didn't like have anything planned out. We just knew that, okay, he's, he's obviously going to win cause he's got to go to the next show. But you know, he made it known like that that was his favorite match of that entire like loop of shows he did. And he worked with people that were bigger names than me. And he said that was his favorite. So it was just kind of like a vote of confidence. Wow. And it's like, well, fuck. Okay. Can I get the belt now? But, <laughs> but you know, yeah. it's it's one of those things that stuck with me so much that um, that I actually had a, a replica of that belt since it's been retired, made, and now it hangs up in my gym at home. So it's just like, it's one of those, like, sentimental things. So cool. Very. Man. Yeah. Wow. That's definitely a triumphant moment when you also yeah. get, like, a compliment from someone I you probably admire. Well, see, the like, thing is, like, I... World. I'd heard his name, but like before the night, like he was on the show that I was on the show with him the night before doing another match. Mm-hmm. And, um, we they actually, I won that show's, uh, junior heavyweight title. So it was going to be champion versus champion in our match. But, uh, you know, like that was the first night we met. We took a couple pictures, uh, together to promote for the next night, but that was our first time meeting. But like, okay. You know, I just, the fact that he was a world champion and they deemed him good enough because, 
you know, everybody has that whole fake stigma, but I mean, like, if you have something that is world champion attached to your name, predetermined, scripted out, entertainment, whatever it may be, that's still a hell of an accomplishment. So I, I that yeah. made me respect him right there, and he wasn't he wasn't a jerk about it either. He was so humble and just happy to be there and happy to actually like be wrestling new people and not just like making the same loops over and over again too. So that that spoke volumes that. to me. Well, and that brings us to our final question the of the main event. event. Question number five. All right. What's next? God, that is the million dollar question. Um, like you, I am trying to get representation, you know, like, uh, in LA and down in Dallas. Um, I've been working with my coach Elise to get ready for that. I just got my commercial demo back and they make me sound better than I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm very humble, I guess is the way to say it. I'm my own worst critic, whatever, but Hey, I mean, I've, Got a commercial demo, I've got a character demo, I've got a package and a resume. Trying to just get as much representation as possible so that I can make this a a full-time thing. Trying to take these podcasts to the next level and hopefully get them on a bigger network's uh, radar, you know, get picked up there. And still wrestle some and just let my son see, you know, what I did for so much before, uh, before he was born. And then when my second, my youngest son is old enough to start going to, let him see it. Hopefully they never get the bug to do it other than beating me up. But yeah, I mean, it's just honestly plugging away and trying to improve myself and just not getting stale. So I love that. You're so humble. Like that's an amazing quality. Thank you. But I hope you also recognize your accomplishments as well and really like let those sink in. Yes. You know, be, you've been doing all this training. You've been getting your demo reels and all this stuff ready. So obviously, you know a thing or two. Thank you. So just it's, take that in. Have that confidence. You got this. It, it's it's a daily reminder, just or a daily struggle. Just remind yourself, hey, just you're meant to be here for a reason. You've done all this stuff. I don't. I have a hard time saying you're good, but you know, like obviously, you wouldn't be getting these auditions if. You didn't do something right, so just yeah. Don't don't be so hard on yourself. Enjoy it. So, but that's there you go. the daily struggle. You know, we're our own worst critics. But man, like yeah, dude, how has this been an hour already? Like, <laughs> what is this? Because this was so fun, and like, this has just been like a a full full disclosure. This has been a garbage day before this, and I was just like, I was so afraid before we hit record mm-hmm. that I was not gonna bring the best energy to this podcast and like this has just been like I needed this so thank you oh, for for letting me have this fun and not only getting to know you and become like better friends as well but like man this was so awesome and it's so nice to know that there are people out there that are on the same journey and have so many of the similar experiences that it's just like mm-hmm. man like this really is a blessing that we get to do this. It's so awesome. So thank you for sharing your time and your energy and your passion for what you do and just <laughs> being so willing to come on here and have some fun too. So thank you for that. Absolutely. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of and, course. You know, for creating a space for us to just like, you know, talk about whatever the industry things on our minds and of stuff course. Like that. And that's, so I really appreciate you. And you know, like, I wouldn't have known you had a crappy day, so you brought it. You yep. brought thank that you. energy. Thank you. And I had a ton of fun. So thank, thank you. you. And again, that's that's a testament right there too to the basics that we hit. Like we basically beat that horse to death. But yeah, man, absolutely. again, those basics help you flip that switch off when the red light is on and or in my case a green light right now. But you know, like <laughs> it, it makes it it makes it easier to get out of that negative mindset and have fun. So guys. Go yeah. back to the basics. Don't make us keep saying it. I know you're tired of hearing it, it, but she knows it. I know it. And I know you hear me when I say that. Go back to the <laughs> basics. But man, like this has been awesome and I have enjoyed this so much. And I know our audience is going to enjoy it too when it when they when they hear it. So man, thank you for, for coming on here and being so awesome. Absolutely. Thank you for uh, being so awesome. Oh, I do what I can. I do what I can. <laughs> but man, so like, when we have this out, we're going to have links to your socials if they want to follow you and keep up with what you're doing and 
keep up right. as you crush these goals, as we manifest them and make them happen. They're going to have links to uh, yeah. Eternal Return in the show notes if they want to get on board with that. So it's just going to be, we'll call it keeping up with Kelsey at this point. Who knows? You may start a podcast and <laughs> I give you that name. Oh my but... gosh, you just, you made a podcast. But there you me. go. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to have links to everything in the show notes. And I can't, like again, I've said it and I'm probably getting blue in the face here, but man, Thank you for just coming on here and being so awesome with your, you know, like with your stories, sharing, sharing everything and just making my job easy tonight. So thank you for that. <laughs> Again, I, I had a lot of fun. So I did thank too. you, Flynn. Thank, thank you, Kelsey. You. Thank you. And guys. Take it. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I took it. I almost fell out of the stool. She saw it. Y'all didn't. But guys. Thank y'all as well for tuning in again to another awesome week. I am still just eternally grateful that we've been doing this show since August now, and we are slowly creeping up on a full year that this thing has been going on. That blows my mind. But thank you all for just tuning in and listening to me chat with my friends and hopefully picking up these little nuggets of wisdom that everybody's dropping because... There is something that everybody can apply to their daily life. There's something that everybody's going through or somebody may be going through that they don't want to talk about or they don't know how to talk about it. And this may help them. So that is my hope that it helps somebody or just brightens somebody's day. And man, because of y'all, I get to keep talking to my friends and bringing you the conversation. So thank you for that. And again, you know the deal. Follow us on all social media platforms. We're on all podcasting platforms. So find us on your preferred platform. Subscribe. Leave a five-star review. Share it with your family. Share it with your friends. If you're into things that are spooky, follow Tales from the Haunt because we're about to start dropping some major episodes on that. And there's going to be a lot of things that you don't really think about that go into haunted houses and what it's like for scare actors and different things along those lines. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure you're subscribed to this channel and to the social media platforms. All links are going to be in the show notes there. So any support is greatly appreciated. But man, for myself... For Kelsey, I hope you all have a great week. I hope you all find a chance to do some good in the world. And I can't wait to talk to you again next week with another awesome guest. And I know you hear me. The I Know You Hear Me podcast is a presentation of Flynn Hendricks Enterprises. We thank you for tuning in this week, and we hope you'll check out our sponsors and advertisers. Make sure you check us out next week as we come back at the same time with another awesome episode.